Hi, and welcome to Indubitably Sinise. I am Sinise. Today, I would like to introduce a new segment entitled, What's Cooking During COVID? During this pandemic experience, we all have been spending a lot more time in the kitchen. Prior to, our lives were so busy and hectic that we probably wasn't spending as or enough time in the kitchen cooking well-balanced meals. And so hopefully during this time, you all have been challenged to actually take some time to drum up some new recipes that you always wanted to try out or even revamp some old recipes and try to add your own little spin to it. During this segment, I will do all of those things. Today's first recipe, first meal is one of my favorites, and I'm pretty sure it's one of your favorites as well, particularly for parties. If you hear that this particular item is going to be served, I'm pretty sure you're there, especially if the person knows what they're doing and making it. And that, my friend, is Rotel. Yes, I said it, Rotel. Now, what I have coined, I've, I call mine not platter. It, it actually came about due to Taco Bell. Back in the day, I used to always go to Taco Bell and get their nachos. I always loved it when they put a variety of toppings on it. But since 2011, I stopped attending and actually going to uh, Taco Bell. And that's the only restaurant that I've been able to achieve that goal because I really want to stop eating fast food. But that's one of the recipes that I decided to just make it my own. And so I'm going to share some of the things that I like to do with my nacho platter. First and foremost, the meat. It's all about the meat. I'm not necessarily the biggest ground beef person. I really am not. I thoroughly enjoy ground turkey. And if I can give me some ground chicken, that's good too. But for my nacho platter, I normally get ground turkey. If you have it in your town, the brand of Butterball is the best. I don't really mess around with honeysuckle and all that other stuff too tough, but I love Butterball. And I've been on the hunt here where I am looking for it. And I have been very successful in finding it. So I like to chop up my ground turkey very, very fine. Very, very fine. As I stated before, Taco Bell is known for a variety of things, particularly their meat. It's rare that you will ever even see chunky meat. It's to the point where it's minced. I want it fine. Almost to that point, but just a little bit more. So I chop it up real, real good. And I also like to drain the oil, if it is any, off of the meat. So while I am cooking my ground turkey, I love Velveeta cheese, particularly the queso. Oh my goodness. I discovered that they they started making queso cheese probably back in 2012. I remember it because I was in a store in Memphis, Tennessee when I saw it and I just I had to take a picture of it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? Most of the time when I came across queso, it was a um, little block of cheese that wasn't much at all, and it was very expensive, so I would rarely even purchase it. And so when I saw that Velveeta actually began making it, I was like, okay, I'm not going back to the original. I want queso. So I get queso, and I get four cans of Rotel for that whole block of cheese. Why? Because I do not believe in thick Rotel. I 
I can't stand it. When I see that people only put maybe one or two cans of that particular size of cheese and melt it, it is absolutely horrible looking. I do not like that. And so I like mine to be not soupy, but I want it to have a consistency to really just flow very well. It's queso. You don't ever see chunky queso. So with Rotel, I think there are like four different um, or recipes of the Rotel. And I like the original and the Mexican. So I'll get two Mexican cans as well as two original Rotel cans. Mix that together. And I use a convection oven. Now, microwaves, yeah. Stop watching or actually using microwaves. Um, probably about six years ago they are not healthy for you i might not be the best eater in the whole wide world but if there's some things that i can be in control of that's one of the things that i decided would be healthier for me to utilize and so i use a convection oven and it does the food wonders we'll talk about that um, as we um, progress during this segment over the next couple of um, shows all right so I got the queso and the rotel melting and just really coming together in a very great consistency. And so I get my chopping board. I love to chop vegetables. I love it. I know a lot of people are like, well, you don't have to do all that work. You can just get you a chopper and it'll do it just fine. I like the control of being to dice my vegetables and and cut it into different forms whether it be the diced or whether it be chunky or whether it be in slices or what have you i just enjoy doing it myself i love a cutting board and i also love a good sharp knife and so i get started chopping i chop up my tomatoes now i may get the grape tomatoes but I also can get some other ones. Um, I forgot the other name of the tomatoes, but they come a variety of colors and I get them out of Sam's. Um, there may be some green ones, some orange ones. I love orange. I love colors in my food. It's very, very great to just make your, your plate very colorful. It's awesome. And so I always get the different color tomatoes and, and chop them up, dice them up, slice them up, whatever way. But I don't like it to be chunky. I want it to be plentiful. And so as I'm doing that, the next thing I'm collecting my onions. Now, when I was younger, you couldn't get onions um, on my plate that wasn't something that I wanted to consume but as I've gotten older and and looked at the value the health values that is within the onions and the vegetables and just the, the variety of taste and colors and textures I love onions I do I still don't want them chunky but if you can really dice them fine almost to the point they're about to disappear uh, that's the best kind and so I like to chop up or dice up um, my onions, green, red, yellow, and white. Why, you say, all four? It's just the bridging of the flavoring and the, the cheese and just everything. So I'm going to talk about this some more, but we definitely got to have all of those onions. Um, I also like black olives. Oh, that's my thing. 
I don't put olives on everything, but if there's a pizza, a salad, and my nacho platter involved, it will have black olives in it. Also, sour cream. Everybody loves Daisy. I love to get Daisy from Kroger's or Kroger <laughs> um, in the squeeze um, container if it's available. If it's not, you know, just get you get a big tub of it from Sam's because it goes a long way. We in our household really love sour cream. And if you're on the healthier side, you definitely can get the light because I think it kind of takes similar. I don't really tell, can't tell the difference because it's always going to be combined with something. I'm never eating that alone. Also optional, um, this next ingredient that I have come to really, really love um, over the last probably 10 years, and that's guacamole. Yes, guacamole. There's a particular restaurant here that makes fresh guacamole that I love. But if I can't get my hands on that one, I love to get the holy guacamole out of the store. Um, and that's really if I think about it. Most of the time, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about sour cream. <laughs> and so sometimes I miss miss the mark on getting the, the guacamole. So the next thing that is very dear to me <laughs> is making sure that you have the right chips. Oh my gosh. You can definitely go wrong with a nacho platter if you don't have the right chips. I have experimented with Tostitos, um, the healthy brand um, from Kroger, the blue corn, the yellow corn, the white corn chips. I've even used Doritos. And let me tell you some things. You should never use Doritos on your Rotel platter. Never. Because by the time you put that hot cheese and all that other stuff loaded down to on the chip, it bends, it breaks. It's terrible. It's like you will definitely need a fork to eat with. And that's not really the whole point of eating nachos. You shouldn't be eating that with a fork. And so I had to X that out. I was excited initially, but once that disaster occurred, I have not gone back. Blue corn chips are pretty good. I... I don't really have a problem with it, but I do have a problem with a certain brand. And I think if this particular brand made blue corn, I would get that and just mix it. Because I do like to make a mixture. I love color. So I can get if I can get the, the blue and the white and the yellow on a plate and really plate my, my nachos beautifully, then I'm, I'm there for it. But the absolute number one brand for your nachos, the chips is on the border oh my gosh on the border has the best chips hands down if you don't believe me go and try it, it it's the best chips to have for your nacho platter i like to eat on paper plates i do love to eat on real plates but when i have my nacho platter i actually have to eat it on um a platter plate paper plate it's bigger, it's the oval shape, it's nice and plentiful because I really like to dive into my nachos. And so, after all of my ingredients has been chopped and melted and, and brought together with a great consistency and chopped up real fine and drained, the oil drained and all that good stuff, now it's time to start the plating. But before I start the plating, I know some people, and I've seen it, some people like to add the cheese 
and folded the meat and the cheese together i liked it because it's just more of it then it's all together and it's gonna bring the flavoring of everything together i liked it and then i've seen some people actually put the meat on top i think i've gone to restaurants and they don't add the cheese and the meat together they just put the the meat on top of the cheese but for this recipe of mine i add the cheese into my mixture it is good that way so i grab me some some chips and put it on the nacho platter or my plate um i like to really spread it evenly so that each chip can experience the cheese mixture <laughs> i am very methodical on that i don't just like to have chips clumped up all together i just like for it to be spread out that's why i like to put it on the platter so i put the chips on there next next up is the the spreading and placing of the cheese so i get i always have a big silver spoon i don't know i'm really very particular about certain things but i have to have a big silver spoon in order to just make that cheese drizzle all over the chips that's my thing so i make sure that everything is just evenly proportioned with that next up is the exciting part or the exciting part and that is to put the vegetables and all the other little toppings on there i usually start with the onions i want the onions to be really there on that on the cheese because when you bite into your chip with everything on it you want to taste the flavoring of everything coming together so i sprinkle on my particular plate I'm not going to speak for everybody else, but on mine, I have to have plenty of that mixture. It's just a beautiful sight. Next up, I'll put the diced tomatoes on there. That has to be plentiful. Some people probably will ask, well, why would you add more tomatoes when you have the Rotel? Hey, you got to have some mixed in, and then you have to have some that's by itself. And it just adds a whole different flavor to that next up i top it off with black olives i like the the blackness the black color to be on top hey don't ask why i just that's just the way my eye my eye for plating goes i like to have my olives on top now it can switch up it definitely can switch up um i may put the sour cream on before the olives because i want the olives to actually be the the cherry of of, of the the platter itself and sometimes i don't because you're not really infiltrating the whole plate with like this whole spread of sour cream you're just using some dollops of of sour cream maybe four or five depending depending on the way your plate is made you could use one big one which i've always hated when i've gone to mexican restaurants and they make that one big huge blop <laughs> of sour cream but i usually like to use a couple of spoonfuls and i i like to use a teaspoon and just dollop it out and if i have the squeeze then i'm just gonna put that on there because i'm gonna just be so happy i usually make smiley faces out um with the sour cream and then of course if you do have the guacamole you can put a couple of dollops of that on there as well and there you have it the nacho platter i tell you this is requested probably every other week by my family 
and we thoroughly enjoyed during movie night taco tuesday even taco thursday as we've um also coined in our family um and we we really have a good time eating the nachos and i think it just brings brings a smile if i can bring a smile to my family when i'm cooking it i'm i'm good so there you have it what's cooking during covid my nacho platter i challenge you give it a try I'm not gonna say this is anything new but this is how i make my nacho platter um a little sidebar to that i actually didn't want to share this but i actually add some ground i have ground turkey and turkey sausage added into the meat it just brings like i say the flavoring is just oh, i tell you i can't express it anymore to you i wish you could see it i wish you could taste it i challenge you make some make some for your movie night all right well that is it for me and i will be back another time to give you another recipe peace